Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Let's uh, start with our Latin grace. Those of you who are trying to learn it, if any of you are. And uh, so we'll go over our Latin grace, first of all, that we're going to be doing a couple more weeks and get ready for Thanksgiving with it. <laughs> Oculi omnium, and you can repeat, um, you know, mute, mute yourself and repeat if you want to. Oculi omnium in te spectant. Et tu das eis escam in tempore opportune. Panem quotidianum da nobis hodie. Per Dominum Nostrum Jesum Christum. Amen. Okay, let's do it one more time, and then we'll do it all the way through, which will be a little harder. Oculi omnium in te spectant. Et tu das eis escam in tempore opportune. Panem quotidianum da nobis hodie. Per Dominum Nostrum Jesum Christum. Amen. Now I'm going to do it all at once because we got to learn to say it all the way through. I mean, uh, if you want to, you have to learn and just doing little by little won't help you maybe. Oculi omnium in te spectant et tu das eis escam in tempore opportune. Panem quotidianum da nobis hodie per Dominum Nostrum Jesum Christum. Amen. Okay, I'm going to do it one more time. And you can say it with me or repeat it. Oculi omnium in te spectant et tu das eis escam in tempore opportune. Panem quotidianum da nobis hodie per dominum nostrum Jesum Christum. Amen. I'll give you a little time. Okay. And so there we are. And by the way, I doubt seriously that that's the only Latin grace that exists. I have a feeling there are others. I have a feeling that if I were to look on the internet, I might find two or three others. In fact, it seems to me that I was on a mailing list for Latin teachers once, and I think there were several that came up. But this one is one that my Latin professor used to say. We used to have him over, over for dinner sometimes, and he would just say this grace. And uh, he said he'd learned it somewhere in his, in his childhood. Uh, so that's where I got it from. And I had him write it down so I could learn it. Um, I want to talk about something else I just found out about today, which might interest some of you, may not. But if it does, you have it for you. There is a college. I cannot remember where it is. Um, my wife could tell you if she was on this call. I think it's in, I want to say Illinois, but it may, it may be uh, somewhere else. It's called Hillsdale College. And... This college is a little different from a lot of colleges today in that it seems to really be emphasizing what we might call typical American values. Uh, and they're teaching a lot of courses on, you know, various things in, in American history that they believe are important. Uh, so it tends to be a pretty conservative college, you could say. But the reason I mention it is because they offer some free online courses. For example, they offer one on World War II, um, and there's a couple others I, I don't even remember. But the one I do remember 
because I signed up for it, is called the Roman Republic. In fact, I think it's called the Rise and Fall of the Roman Republic. Um, uh, and it, it, I, I took, I, I got on it today. I signed up for it today, and I did the first two videos. And the one video on there is exactly what you and I have been doing the last three or four weeks, all the stuff about the Roman kings and about Romulus and Remus and the seven kings of Rome. And uh, and after you take these videos, like I said, you listen to the video. Each video is about 30 minutes. They give you a little, <laughs> they give you a little quiz, which you can take. And as soon as you take the quiz, you can submit it, and it'll tell you what your score is. It'll tell you what the correct answers are, and it'll give you a chance to retake the quiz if you want to. And so it's a nice, if you if you want to test yourself or learn a little more about the Roman Republic, you can. And of course, they're comparing it to the fact that our founding fathers used a lot of stuff in, uh, in the Roman Republic, a lot of stuff we've been learning when they were founding, when they were writing the Constitution, uh, they used a lot of, they uh, based it on a lot of stuff concerning the Roman government. We're going to talk about Roman government today as we get toward the end of the class. So if you're interested in that, uh, if you would like to, let me know and I'll send you a link. If you get the notes from me, uh, just let me know if you want that and I'll send you the link to it. Um, or you can look up Hillsdale College on your online and you can find out about it. So, But they are free courses now, of course, I'll be honest with you, they probably hope that if you take a free course, that you just might donate a little money to them. You know, they hope you will, but that, but you don't have to. And uh, uh, I've taken the first two quizzes, and I'm proud to say I got 100 on both of them, and I'm glad I did. I would have felt a little bad if I didn't. But um, <laughs> it's exactly, and it's very well done. It's, it's very well done. It would be a good... Uh, it would be a good addition to what you get in this course. Uh, at least I think you'd like it. So if you're interested at all in that, think about it. Now, last week we talked about the dative case. And today we're just going to go over this lesson. We don't have too long a lesson today, and that's probably good. Because um, I want to talk about Roman government. I want to talk about the way the Roman government worked and compare it a little bit to our government and so forth. So didn't give you too awfully much for today. So let's uh, look at our exercises at the top. We have exercise at the top and exercise at the bottom. We're going to look at the ones at the top. And by the way, if any of you in this call are not getting my notes and would like to get them, you can ask Cindy to give you my contact information. And I've got to find out from Cindy or Colby or somebody how I can add the newest notes that I have done to my to what they already have online. I have a folder online. I don't know if I can just drop my new notes in that folder or not. I would assume that I probably could, but I really don't know. So anyway, uh, so let's look at these declensions and just see if you can uh, decline these. Who wants to try to decline fabula for me? Fabula. Don't all speak at once. Fabula. Well, I'll tell you how to do it. 
<laughs> Nobody's raising their hand either. No, no, everybody's quiet. Um, usually, my wife or Musi or Carla seem to uh, come in, and a couple other people. Gloria sometimes jumps in. Different people. I don't know who all's here today. This is Musi. I thought I'd be quiet today. Oh, you're going to be quiet today. Well, you tell me if you disagree <laughs> with my answer. How about that? Okay. And I, I might give you a wrong out. answer have... on purpose just to see if you're awake, right? Uh-huh. Um, fabula, fabulam. No, I'm sorry, wrong. Say I'm wrong already. Fabula, fabulae, fabulae, fabulam. That's on the left-hand column. Fabula, fabulae, fabulae, fabulam. Right-hand column, fabulae, fabularum, fabulis, fabulas. And if I were to give those cases meanings, Fabulae would mean a fable or a story. Fabulae of a fable. Fabulae to or for a fable. Fabulam, I hear a fable. And then the right-hand side, fabulae fables, fabularum of fables, fabulis to or for fables, fabulas, fables. Any questions? All right, number two, scutum. I'm going to do it for you if no one wants to do it. Anybody want to do it? I'll do it. Scutum. Scooty, scuto, scutum. You're right. And what is it about that noun that we need to know right away before we even start? We need to know something about that noun. And you um, knew it because you got it right. What's well, it's you? I don't you um you are I don't know. What do you mean? It's neuter. It's neuter. No, oh neuter, neuter. Yeah, that's yeah, why the nominative is... and accusative are the same. You you okay. did it exactly correctly. So okay. all right, plural. How do we do the plural? Uh, I scuta scuti. No, because it's no. neuter, so it's scuta. Oh, ah, a ah, scutorum, scutor, scutoris, and scutora. No, scutis, scuta. You're thinking third declension, but see, in this one, the genet, the, the stem is s c u t. That's it, S-C-U-T, and add the endings to that. So it's scutum, scuti, scuto, scutum, scuta, scutorum, scuti, scuta. And remember, again, if you really want to get good with Latin, now I'm not suggesting you do this, but I had a teacher once tell me the, the way to really test yourself, light a match and try to say the declension of it before the match burns your finger. So you could say, scooty, scooty, scooto, scootum, scoota, scootorum, scooty, scoota. Oh, it's burning down. Anyway, you get the idea. Uh, I'm not saying I recommend that, but that's what he said to do. That would show if you really know your declensions or not, if you can say them like that. And of course, the better you know your declensions, what? The better you can read in Latin. All right, Dukes. How do we do Dukes? Somebody besides Musi, I know she knows it. All right, I'm going to do it for you. Dukes, Dukes, Dukey, Dukem. Mm-hmm. See, and notice that now. It's not Dukes, Dukesis. When you do the genitive, you get the stem. Dukes, Dukes, Dukey, Dukem. Then one second, guys. I got to mute. I'm afraid it might be my man here. Find me. Remind me. Slide to answer. Message. Slide to answer. Hello? Yes. Yes, I am not. I did this more. I did this morning. Okay, Mike. Thanks a lot. Bye. <laughs>
Okay, I'm back, guys. That was my neighbor. That wasn't even the service guy. Uh, anyway, so that dukes, that 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 genitive singular is what shows you your stem. So it's duke. And then from then you, there you go, is, e, m, uh, ace, um, and so. So dukes, dukes, dukey, dukem, dukes, dukem, dukebus, dukes. Okay. All right, mercator, another third declension one. Mercator, this one's not too hard. You simply add the endings. How do we do mercator? Um, mercatoris. Yep. Mercatori and yep. mercatorem. You got it. Mercator, mercatoris, mercatori, mercatorem, and the plural? Mercatores. Yep. Mercatorem. Mercatoribus. Yep. Mercatores. Yes. Mercatores, Mercatorum, Mercatoribus, Mercatores. You got it. All I right. Now we have a nice, back. easy one. Weir. Huh? Weir. Nice, easy one. Weir. Weir, weary, weiro, weirum, weary, weirorum, weiris, weiros. What's weir mean, by the way? Man. Yep. Man, hero, or husband. Uh, all right. Sonitus. Here's a tricky one. Sonitus. It's How do we do it? Sonitus, sonitus, sonati, sonitum. You're right, except for the dative. Sonitui. It's third, it's fourth declension. You're right. Sonitus, sonitus, sonitui, sonitum. All right, and the plural? Um, sonitus, U.S. Yep. yep. U-R-U-M, I-B-U-S, and U-S. Yep, you're right, except for the genitive. Sonitum, sonitum. So, sonitus, sonitum, sonitibus, sonitus. All right, and I'll do the last one. Race means thing. Race, re, re, rem. Race, rerum, rabus, race is it. All right, we have a few sentences to translate here. Just practicing the dative case again. And we're not going to have any new endings this week. Well, good thing, because nobody knows them too well. We're going to have another week. Uh, we're going to have some new uses of the accusative. Actually, only one. Uh, but... Uh, you'll have another week to work on these endings a little bit. All right, number one, Agricolae cibum ad orbem portant et cibum mercaturi wendunt. <laughs> Anyone can translate that? The farmers carry the food to the city and and the the merchants sell the food. No, and sell the food to the merchants. To the merchants. Oh. And sell the food. By the way, now you know why vendors are called vendors, right? Wendo means to sell. And if we had Beth and Carla on here, they might tell us that in Spanish, I think the verb to sell is vender, 
And I think in French, oh, I know in French is vendre. I don't know what it is in uh, in Spanish. I think it's vender. So that word uh, vend, the vending, a vending stand is a stand that sells something. So, all right, number two, dux militibus ad opidum ducet et militibus signum dot. Dux militibus ad opidum ducet. The leader of the soldiers um, lead. What do they lead? <laughs> um, no, okay, okay. The, oh, dative. Wait a minute. That's dative. Militibus. Yeah. The leader. You know what? I don't know what I put that in there for. I think it should have been militis, militum instead of militibus. I don't know what I was thinking. The right. leader uh, leads. Uh, it should have really been milites. I'm sorry. The leader leads the soldiers to the town right. and gives a signal to the soldiers. There's your militibus and gives a signal to the soldiers. No wonder you couldn't do it. You see, I did it wrong. <laughs> I'll have to fix it. Yeah. All right. Number three, pater. Liberis fabulam narrat. Here's a nice family sentence for you. Here's the nice father family. of the children. No, the father reads the fables to the children. Yeah, Read. the father yep. tells the fables to the children. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, um, yeah, that's right. Okay, number four. Miles puero gladium donat. Or rather, monstrat, excuse me. Miles puero gladium monstrat. Yeah. To the to the boy. The soldier shows the sword to the boy. Yep. The soldier shows a sword to the boy. All right. Number five. Pueri magistrum non amant. Said magistro pecuniam dont. <laughs> the boys do not like the teacher. But mm -hmm. the, but they give money to the teacher, right? And that might be true because in Roman times, you might have a slave who's running a school, and you had to pay a certain fee to him to be able to go to his school. Uh, so you know, you might be giving a teacher money even if you didn't like him too much. <laughs> All right, six famina, famina. Merito non respondet. Oh, that's a dangerous one. Okay. The woman does not answer her husband. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Notice that in Latin you say doesn't answer to her husband, doesn't respond to her husband, you could say. Okay. I wonder if too bad Beth and Carla aren't here. I'd like to know if in Spanish responder is like an indirect object. Do you respond to someone? And I bet yeah. you do. In French, you yeah. certainly do. Yeah. All right. Number seven. Duques militibus viam ad opidum demonstrant says the leaders show the way to the town to the soldiers. Right. Right. Okay. And eight. Miles militi cubum et aquam tradit. Um, a soldier hands food and water to a soldier. To, to another soldier. Number nine, we're filio pecuniam mandat et filius iter ad orbem facet 
at Pecuniam Regi Trotted. That's a long mm-hmm. one. Uh-huh. There's Carla. Um, the man in <clears throat> the man entrusts money, money to his to son, son, and the son makes a journey yeah. to the city, the city and hands the money the over money. to the king. Yeah. Okay, and ten milites amicis respondet. That's an easy one. The soldiers answer their friends. Their friends. Yep, eleven. Nautai epistulas militibus mandat. Uh, one second, please. Four, one, oh, nine, three, seven, six, three, seven, five. My service man just called. He's about 20 minutes away, and let's see what time is it right now. By the time he gets here, we'll be done, just about, and we'll cut it short anyway, because uh, uh, it won't be long. We won't have long. Now, tie epistulas militibus mandata milite sad regim iterfacion et epistulas regi irato tradunt. And that means the sailors entrust the letters to the soldiers. To the soldiers. Okay, Luke Musi, go ahead. And um, and they make a journey, and the soldiers make a journey to the king. Yes. And the king is mad. I know that. Okay. I lost and they mind. and they hand the letters to the angry, angry king. king. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Number 12. Poetai Reginae Libros Narant. Shutting down. I'm sorry, I lost my place. Uh, I did too. I got a. The poets. Where are we? Yeah. The poets. Read the books. Read the books to the queen. To the queen. That's it. That's it. And got one more. And I, this one's one we had before uh, in a basic sentence. Deo regi patriae. It's kind of a motto. To God, to king, to country. Yes. And you could translate that to God, to king, to country, or for God, for king, for country. You could do it either way. All right. And then we have a few to translate. The father gives food to the dog. Mm-hmm. Pater Kibum Canis. No, Cano. No, Cani. No. Cani. Oh, dogs. To the dog. No, it's singular. To the dog. It's they've Canis, Canis, Cani, Canim, Canis, Canis, Cani, Canim. So Pater Kibum Cani. How about gives? Dot. Yep. Good. All right. The men carry water to the soldiers. Where's Carla? 
She's here. She might not. How are you doing, Carla? Are you feeling all right? Not really feeling very good. Uh, he wasn't feeling well the other yeah, day. Well, well, I here, so. And I can't find I can't find my place. Oh, well, the we're in the exercises at the top of, of the lesson, right of before. Yeah, right before where it says more uses of the accusative, right before that. Okay, I'm looking forward to. Okay. I, I the don't first, know the first word to decline was fabula, if that helps you any. In a, section C. Section we're C. in C now. All right. The men carry water to the soldiers, weary or homines. I don't care which words you use. Aquam militibus. No. Well, no. Ad milites. Let's use ad milites portant because you're going toward the soldiers. Um. Number three, boys show the poets. Boys show the poets' books to the girls. So, pueri libros poetarum puellis monstrant. And then one more, the boys announce the thing to their sisters. So, pueri rem sororibus nuntiant. There we are. For next week, the only thing we have new, you know about direct object with the accusative. We've done that before. And you know about prepositions with the accusative. I gave you a couple new ones uh, this time. I gave you a couple new prepositions that we hadn't had before. Uh, is this example, lesson 52? Because this, this is lesson 52, but now I'm down in the second part of it. I looked at the top and the grace is on the top. Yeah, right? that's right. It is. We already did that. Yes, it is. It is at the top. So what did I miss? I missed the grace and some of the You missed the grace and some of the exercises. And I talked about Hillsdale College, which uh, is offering a free course on the rise and fall of the Roman Republic. If you want to take that, I can send you a link. Okay. Anyway, but I imagine you have enough to do without that. Anyway, uh, ante, I don't think we had. It means before. Get a lot of derivatives from that, like antipasta. If you go into an Italian restaurant, what is antipasta? For, you know, it's the appetizer. Yeah, it's the stuff you get before the pasta, before the spaghetti. It might be a salad or something. An anteroom is a what? It's like the... You know, when you go into the building, it's like the front room. You go in before you go into the main part of the house. Like a waiting room, yeah. Waiting room. Okay. Uh, and, of course, antebellum refers to before the Civil War in the South. So you will see that. We already talked about apud a few weeks ago. Apud means among, at the house of. Uh, contra means against. Uh Inter, between or among, and you get a lot of derivatives from that, like intermural, intercollegiate, intramural versus intermural. We hadn't had intra yet, but pair, meaning through, per se, meaning by the person, prope, near, post, after, a lot of, with post, post-meridium, post-mortem, a lot of uh, English phrases come from that. Ex post facto means retroactively. And then trans means across. Okay, but nothing really new there. We've had we've had these prepositions before. Now, number three is new. 
The accusative can be used to tell the duration of time that something takes. For example, servi multas horas laborant, slaves work for many hours. Notice that in English, we use a preposition for, but in Latin, we don't. We just have the accusative case, and we translate that by the preposition for. And I give you some time words here. Uh, you're going to have some of these words in your sentence with time. Istas, meaning summer, honest year, hora, hour, games, winter, mainsis, month. Uh, those are some words that you will have as you as you do these sentences. Now, I want to stop now and talk about Roman government. Carla, we're, and so for this week, you can do these exercises that are here at the bottom if you want to. And uh, we can uh, go over them next week. Uh, it's the correction of this week's exercises, so I have to go back and catch up. Somehow. I will. I will send. I can send them to you. Or yeah. Okay. Um, I want to talk about Roman government, and again, I want to talk about it because um, as I said earlier. The guys that founded our country and wrote our constitution knew all this stuff by the bucketful. They knew Latin. They knew they read all these stories and they knew all about how the Roman government worked. And the Federalist Papers, when they wrote them, they named themselves with Roman names instead of calling themselves by their real names. And uh, the people who were anti-Federalists called themselves by different Roman names. So they knew all this stuff very well and they knew about the Constitution, uh, how the Roman Constitution worked when they made our Constitution. Now, let me talk about the Roman Constitution, first of all. The Roman Constitution was never written down. In other words, you never had Article 1, blah, 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 Article 2. They never had it. It simply was based on practice, on what the Romans did and how things were done and how things had, had been done and sometimes how they changed as years went on. In fact, somebody compared Roman government to if you went into an old farmhouse and you walked in the kitchen and you looked around the kitchen and you saw some really old appliances, like maybe you saw an old refrigerator from the 1930s and maybe you saw a mixer from the 1940s and maybe you saw an old wood stove from the 1920s. You know what? I'm going to, uh, Trisha, I'm going to end this call for now because I think I'm going to have my service man and we'll continue this next week. Okay. I'm going to call. I'm going to end this. Thank you. I'll see you all next week.